Welcome to the Autonomy Talent Podcast, where we feature creatives, discuss what they do, what they do to promote their creative endeavors, and try to come up with new methods that might boost their results and yours. We'll also have the occasional industry expert here to talk about what's new in digital marketing. So enjoy the show and remember to always live intentionally. Good morning, ladies. How are y'all doing? Yeah, are Pretty you? good. Doing well. Um, y'all didn't ask that, so never mind. <laughs> That's a canned response there. Sorry. Welcome, everybody. I have with me three talented individuals from... Where are y'all from, actually? I don't... I, I... We're, right now, we're based out of York, Pennsylvania, um, but just kind of the central Pennsylvania area oh, cool cool when you and y'all are witch weather right yep. the name yes, of the group yep and I, have, yeah. I have we have caitlin nakia and i'm sorry i have to pull up the thing here <laughs> julianne julianne yeah i had to pull up the contacts list to be able to see everybody's name so. my bad for not being used to skype via group text or group calls how are y'all it's, doing? Uh, well, I already asked y'all that, so. Oh, sorry, it's um, it's pronounced Nakaya. Nakaya. Just for, I'm sorry. I, I, I already screwed that up, and they corrected me earlier, and I, <laughs> I got it wrong again. It's okay. I'm used to it. Yeah, I know. I have a, an unusual last name. I mean, nobody screws up Bill, but <laughs> but my last name people butcher all the time, so I get it. Oh, it's all right. So what is going on with y'all this morning? Oh boy, uh, learning what time zones mean—that's <laughs> <laughs> what's been going on with me. Um, Other than yeah. experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've already had a class this morning, even though it is Saturday. Ugh. Yeah. A lot of living my uh, sound sound person uh, dreams of just technical difficulties. How do I fix this? Oh, no. <laughs> I was freaking out. I was about to be like, guys, just do it without me. I don't know what's wrong with Skype. but. <laughs> and it happens. Did it, did it work after you updated? Yeah, I think that was the problem. I haven't used Skype since like May. Because, you know, I have an iPhone. I FaceTime people. So right. they were like, yeah, let's use Skype. And I was like, Skype? That sounds like a fossil, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was explaining to them before you got on some of the t other t technical difficulties I've had. Like I I did one with Zoom last mm -hmm. year, but it was over an hour. And I didn't know that if you had at the time that if you don't have a pro account, you're limited to an hour that you can record. So I lost the whole interview. Oh, um, no. Well, that's news to me. I didn't know that either. 
Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't find that out until months later. I was just scratching my head and trying everything I could figure out to try to convert this file because it has their own – it's in their own format. And then whenever you download it, it has a little internal converter that will convert it to whatever format you select. Mm-hmm. And uh, it never would convert. It just says unable to convert. And I was like, what the hell? It took months until I, f- <laughs> I found out what the actual deal was. Yeah, the whole time it wasn't even there to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> And even like I have a pro account with my my work with my day job, and uh, I I copied it over to that machine to see if I could open it over there, and no, it it knows that it was recorded on a on a free version of of Sky, of uh, Zoom, so it would, still wouldn't let me. Well, you live and you learn. Yep. Yeah. And that's why I use Skype now because it doesn't have that time restriction on it, and if I happen to go over an hour, we're good. All right, so there you go. You figured it out. <laughs> yeah. I stumbled um, into it. I, I don't know what I would do if I lost an entire hour-long recording. I would cry. Yeah. Yeah, cry. cry. Yo, I, yeah, I was quite upset. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> there were expletives being used regularly. So. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't keep, like, the first hour. Like, you would think that it would just stop. Rather yeah, than, like, not let completely. you have any of it. Yeah, you'd think it would just cut off and go, like, hey, that's your limit. Right. And then we could have jumped on a second call later and done another recording and wrapped it up real quick. But whatever. It is what it is. Uh, I had a second one that I lost, and I don't know what the problem was with that one, but it just, like, the file was corrupted when I downloaded it from Skype. So... And technology is getting too advanced nowadays. I'm about to be 23, and I don't know how to work half of this stuff, so don't even feel bad. <laughs> well, you ought Shame. to be my age trying to figure it all out. <laughs> but I grew up with it, so it's all good. I mean, hey, we grew up with it, too, but it's changing too fast to keep up with. I'm like, am I 23 or 43? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm, I actually grew up along with it as it was growing up. <laughs> so. Gotcha. <laughs> You got yeah. a little bit of a different perspective there. I, w- I was rocking the Atari as a kid, okay? <laughs> what a throwback. <laughs> That's how far back I go. Like the NES was way later. <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah, we're not that quite that old. No. <laughs> Only like me and Moses are, so it's all good. <laughs> so, all right, so... How long have y'all been putting together music as a as a trio? Um, I'm going to turn on my video really fast so I can look at people before I just cut everyone off. Um, I'll do the same thing. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm terrified of like somebody starting to speak and then I just cut in like, no, my time. Actually, I was talking. That's not a bad <laughs> um, But yeah, we've been uh, putting together music together, I guess. It's probably been about a year now that we've actually been writing together, but we've been a band for like probably a year and a half. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Dang, a year. So you've been a band for like right at a year and a half. Time is flying. It's been that long. Yeah, because we (laughs) we started like fall or like we got together as a band in the fall of um what is 2019 was it 2019 yeah it was 2019 it was. and then 
We put out our first two singles, which were recorded before we became a band, like, in full. And then after those, like, about a month after those came out, the day before our first show was supposed to happen, everything shut down. And uh, (laughs) here we are. So, yeah, we were doing the whole music thing during quarantine, which is hard. It's like, hey, just start everything in a Google Drive. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah. Still collaborative, but but tough. It's not the same as being together and writing, though. Like, you're not really getting each other's energy when you're not together. It's just kind of like, oh, throw some lyrics in the drive. but Or don't throw any lyrics in the drive and wait Caitlin. until the song's been recorded. <laughs> don't tell your bandmates what you're going to sing. Just sing. <laughs> I thought it was just me. I was like, man, I haven't heard any lyrics. Like, everything is track of weirder lyrics. <laughs> ask them for their opinion after you've mixed the songs but in all reality it's too late <laughs> after the song is finished no it was fine oh man but yeah the, the google drive thing was an adventure but we still put out a whole EP like having written it all via sending files back and forth Um, I mean we got to play them together before yeah. Before putting them down. Yeah, we, them. we didn't just go in like completely raw, never having played them before. Like we, <laughs> we had at least gotten together and like played them through to, as a band. Just didn't yeah. get to write them that way. That makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a band too, and we I know we've been we've been fairly fortunate down here because we've been able to go to our practice room since like. Oh, May, I think it was of last year. So we've been able to get together and practice and rehearse and do some writing. But uh, commend y'all for getting the recording stuff down early on because we're still struggling with that. We're still trying to just get a demo recording done. It's been it's been a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we have um, because the EP that we just released uh, was recorded as a part of my independent study for the college we were at. So. We just kind of had open access to our college's recording studio. That, yeah. That's handy because I know your stuff sounds like really well produced. I was really oh, pleasantly surprised you. by that. <laughs> uh, listen, you. as you would imagine, you know, when I put out open calls for people for guests on the show that on Twitter, I get a lot of uh, hundreds of responses usually, and a lot of it is n- subpar. I'm just just <laughs> be nice to put it that way, but um. It's really refreshing to hear some some a brand new band like this that kind of seems to have their shit together and uh, put, putting out something that really sounds quality. You know, so, thank kudos. you. I'm, oh, thank you. I'm really glad that uh, it comes across that way because we put so much time and effort into this EP. Yeah, it's, it's good when it works out, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Especially and luckily, different. luckily we have the studio, so it, we can we can get together in person now. Um, yeah, be in there, just good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, if it weren't for that, because we um well we released like a single, I guess like an earlier demo version of one of the songs off of New Moon back last like April or May, and uh. <laughs> Without access to that studio, uh, all the songs probably would have sounded like that demo, and you know, 
which it wasn't horrible, but yeah, I remember much the, happier with how it turned out this way. Without the studio, we weren't really sure how to like get <clears throat> me and Nakaya on the songs. We were like, "What if we did this?" And then we tried it, and we were like, "Oh, that didn't work." What if we did this? <laughs> oh, that didn't work. Oh my gosh. Okay, I guess we just have to wait until schools open again. Like, <laughs> yeah, if that ever happens. <laughs> right. I want to freaking. Caitlin and Mickey's was it Mickey's mom's house? Yeah, Mickey's mom's <laughs> house in the basement. <laughs> in the basement, and we had like pillows and blankets like taped up around this room. And I'm playing the drums, and we're like, "What, what was I recording into? What was it, this for? Was this for the EP? Into, I think it was just like an SM57, and like yeah. <laughs> what I don't remember what the um, but there was an Omni mic set up as well, and it was it was an event because like the Nothing was working right. Nothing was going correctly. There was horrible latency. What, like two microphones trying to record an entire drum set? Yeah. Wow. Whatever happened to those files? Uh, they're I haven't heard floating them. Somewhere. <laughs> they're floating somewhere. I'd like to hear those in comparison to the EP. Yeah, that, that would be fun to go <laughs> listen side by side, back to back, see how they <laughs> Yeah, how they one day we track. should release like vault files, and it's all our like outtakes. That's actually a good idea. That is. Because yeah. I got quite a few bloopers for the EP. <laughs> got some war flashbacks. <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff that fans dig, you know, like I years know. from now down the road, like you have some really hardcore fans, they would love to hear that kind of early shit that just didn't come together right. It was in it's like oh wow, you know, especially like people that kind of look up to and aspire to to you guys and you know, think that hey you know if they could make it after they sounded like that at the beginning maybe we can <laughs> yeah they're just gonna hear a lot of cussing because yeah. there's a lot of shit fuck for me so <laughs> shout out shout out to zenith the song on one of the songs off of exactly what i'm talking about that EP. yeah that was a traumatic experience to record drums for oh my god we practiced it the other night and i was like man i hope i can do this without crying <laughs> it's okay we all have a song like that we we uh we know what mine is oh yeah <laughs> oh man yeah oh boy so who yeah. plays what in the band um I sing and I play guitar. And that for people that can't see, that's Caitlin talking. Oh yeah, I'm Caitlin. <laughs> sing and play guitar. Okay. I'm Nakaya, but um I go by K Danae for stage name purposes. I play the drums. And the vibraphone in the song. I played the vibraphone in the song too. In case anybody yes. cared. <laughs> I care. That Thank was my you. favorite part. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I'm Julian and I play uh, bass for us, um, bass guitar and upright bass in the same song. Uh, the upright bass made an appearance. Nice. We we hope to have him make more appearances. Yeah, it's it's fun when you work an upright bass in. Even um, it just <clears throat> just for aesthetics on stage, it's really cool to see. I, I like it. it. Like I've seen. Yeah. Uh, Y'all, uh, I'm sure y'all know of um, uh, Primus. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen Les Claypool playing an up, up, upright bass on stage before. That was dope. <laughs> Does he like? Yeah. I just imagine him like like playing slap upright the same way he would play a. 
it was it's one of their one of their songs that has an up. He's playing an upright bass, and it's, he's got you know a little different style that more suits the instrument. But yeah. I don't remember which song it was, and like he plays with a bow part of the time too. Um, mm. but then he gets to plucking the, the strings also during the songs. It's kind of I just want to say it's unusual, but like unusual for Primus is like just the norm. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. Yeah, I would like to get an electric upright um, <clears throat> to do this more easily. Uh, yeah. So you don't have to mic it and all that. Yeah, the one we used on the EP is actually, um, we're lucky enough to have very nice teachers at the college. So I have access to my bass teacher's upright, which has a pickup in it, nice. which is why I went and grabbed it. Because we were like, this song needs more juice. So I was like, ah, solutions. Um but you know they're 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 big they're they're real they're really big and some of the electric ones you know like it would just be so much easier like I could bring it to gigs and all that so you make me want to get an electric drum kit because carrying around drums I do not want to do that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you if you choose being a drummer, that's just that's your lot in life, man. You could be yeah, I should have played drums. the flute. I but, wish I played the flute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what your bandmates are for. They need to help you carry those drums because that's a yeah. lot, man. Whenever we go to whenever we go to gigs, man, there's five of us and we all jump in and have to lug drums because mm. like our our drummer has like twelve, fifteen cymbals, you know, and <laughs> just like a big, a pretty crazy kid, but he's got a, like an octopad. And I think two. He's got two different digital pads on on his kit, and like, I think just three toms is the standard, like two racks and a floor. Yeah. But you know, but like a whole ton of symbols. He's got like twelve to fifteen different symbol stands you have to break down, pack, and it's it's a lot. That just <laughs> gave me anxiety thinking about it. But okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fun when we have gigs, and then like in a couple of weeks we've got two gigs two days apart, so that's gonna be a lot of packing stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Yeah. Please. We don't normally do shows that closely together for that well, okay. for multitude of reasons, but it just worked out that way. I think it's a blessing though, especially in a time like this to be able to get those shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We did yeah. two shows all of last year and one of those was an abbreviated set. We've kind of like some guys that put on an open mic that we know they're like, Hey, you wanna come out and like kind of kick off our open mic night on a Tuesday? It's like we were going to go on at like 8 o'clock you know, and play like six songs. It was supposed to be five songs. We wanted to play a sixth one because they asked us to. But, um, you know, that was the only show we had done up until that point. It was last October, and we did one full show in December. And that's all we did last year. So it's kind of good to get some shows going. What did we yeah. do? Wasn't a, it was only an open mic, right? We did. Well, oh, and we the like, showcase. Yeah, we did that open mic. Then we did like kind of that pride uh video oh but yeah that wasn't even like a live stream that was like a pre-recorded thing and then yeah then we were part of the showcase right. so we, we've oh, we done should probably tell them what shows. the showcase is yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the showcase yeah the showcase <laughs> means nothing to anybody um <laughs> uh so yes as we've said um Actually, Nakaya and Caitlin graduated. I'm the only one who's still a student at the college. But we have, like, you know, a student music organization. And we were like, wow, nobody can perform. Let's do a showcase. So it, en it ended up being live streamed to YouTube from uh, the recording studio. 
Awesome. So that's what we mean when we say the showcase. That was in November. So that was like our, that was our like actual show that we did. Mm-hmm. It's not some big exclusive thing, like some fans only. Because <laughs> no, he's yeah. the showcase. I think you could still go back and watch it too. If you look up York volume on uh, YouTube. YouTube. You can You can still go back and watch it. Well, that's cool. I have to get somebody to send me a link to that afterwards. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll link it up in the show notes of this episode. It's a four hour long video, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're not playing the whole four hours, but there's a no. bunch of different bands. Yeah. That's what I've assumed. Yeah. If it's a showcase, that typically implies several bands are. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it just kept getting longer and longer because we had, you know, like a, a room with a seven person capacity during COVID trying to follow college rules where you have to vacate the room every hour and like da da da. So, but in the dead time, there's. um. There's music from one of our lovely uh, producer friends. He goes by Mashie. So don't don't skip over the in-between time. Listen to Mashie's music. <laughs> nice. That's good that you had someone that could kind of DJ and do that stuff in, in between. Yeah, for sure. It's like a live actual live shows in person. I've only done a few myself, but it's that in-between time. It, it it's pretty hectic. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hectic. So I can imagine. <laughs> You've got to completely clear out that room and set up for another act. Mm. And then Caitlin's guitar. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, Caitlin's <laughs> freaking guitar. Uh, it wasn't the guitar. It was the guitar cable. Um, like oh, cables at the beginning, like towards the beginning of the second song, the cable just broke. Like straight up, just stop sending signal. Oh God, Maybe that's horrible. Song just fine, oh, but... I don't know how he did that. I was having like a panic attack back there. I was looking at you guys, like, hey guys, hey guys, can somebody like mouth the words or something? Like Caitlin, <laughs> more exaggerated hand motions, please. Yeah, it was oh. like Ooh. that's oh, yeah. kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me. I need to go get an extra cable to put in my gig bag. <laughs> 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 I've got several of the little jumpers, you know, for the pedal board, the ones that go between yeah. the pedals. I, I keep extra ones of those on hand because they're notoriously, like, I don't know how. They don't move around hardly at all, but they, they get, they go, to, they break. So, and yeah. you start getting buzz, and it's like, what the hell, where's this buzz coming from? So, you have to go isolate and pull one out at a time, and like, oh, okay, that's the one. But it's kind of a pain when it happens, but, man, I can't imagine just completely cutting out and losing your sound like that during the middle of a song. <laughs> and I've yeah, I owned that cable for like six years up to that point, and it had never once given me an issue. And then the one time we do a live stream, it's just like, "Fuck you, Caitlin." That's what your yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "See you later." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, before I could even say into the mic, like, "I have an extra cable on the chair over there," somebody like had it in their hand. I was like, "Thank God." <laughs> well, at least you were able to get through it. Yeah. yeah. Push on. Wow. It was all right. <laughs> Those live live stories like that. It sucks like when you don't have very good sound in your monitors, and you've got some songs that are really timing dependent, mm. and you need to be on like when you have two guitars or whatever, and you need to be spot on with each other, and you can't hear the other one. That makes it a little difficult. Yeah. I think that was, what song was it? Was it Spirit Box that we were playing where your uh, guitar? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And I kind of need to hear the guitar for that one. So I was like, well, the guitar's not there. So I hope I'm in time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I'm not in time, you guys are just going to have to listen to me right. and figure it out. <laughs> I know. I was just like staring at Caitlin's hand like, man, <laughs> who knows anymore? Not, we're not we're all not sure we're not sure if we should stop we're not sure if we should keep going nobody knows yeah, just i was just staring down at my guitar like wow remember when i had sound that was cool. <laughs> i'm so glad we were wearing masks too because my facial expressions i can't control them so i'm like yes. panicking underneath my mask but everybody's probably like wow they're keeping it together so well and i'm like i'm just not right now <laughs> I know, I could see the sound engineers through the window, like, uh, is it us? I don't know. Is it us? Is it them? Oh, geez. That's hilarious. So, what do y'all, y'all have one EP out now? Um, What's your total catalog looking like, um, as far as singles, EPs, and whatnot? How many tracks do you basically think you have? Out, they're publicly total right now, so far. I think it's nine. Is it not? I thought nine. it was eight. No, well, okay, I think Your Haunted was released twice technically, True. but one's like a demo version. So mm-hmm. eight, nine if you want to get technical. Technical. I'm just curious. I've heard a couple of them, but just, just a couple so far. I wasn't sure what your entire catalog consisted of. Yeah, not a ton. Still... <laughs> Still early on in the of course that's, that's pretty good that in a year and a half y'all have managed to write and record and publish <laughs> eight songs already. So kudos for that. Yes. Well, Caitlin has a lot of stuff like backlogged too. Yeah. So I've been I've been like recording in music for a long, long time, like before the band ever started. So the first two songs were just recordings from that, but um. But the other ones were all after we started the band, so. Which weather has grown as a unit. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty impressive. Thank you. Hopefully, hoping to have um, another song out this summer or sometime around that time as well. So be on the lookout for that, I guess. We're going to make it to 10. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Making it to awesome. the double digits. We're gonna get there. <laughs> Gotta I'm get our thing. get our writing hats on again. Yeah. I was about to ask if y'all are still still writing regularly or if you haven't been as of late or how that's going. I mean, I I don't think I ever stop writing. <laughs> it's more just if we're writing as a band or yeah. not. Yeah, I, I think you. we've we've been in in practice mode. Um, for the last couple weeks now, cause I just got back to campus a couple weeks ago, so we haven't really started writing yet, quite yet. We're kind of we're we're getting there. Yeah, I think we're just trying to get back into the swing of playing as a group again because we haven't been able to for so long. Like Julianne's in school, me and Caitlin work now since we graduated, so it's kind of hard for all of us to get together. And just practice. So I think we're just trying to make sure we can actually play the songs that we wrote first yeah. <laughs> before we start writing new stuff. 
don't want to keep throwing songs in if you can't play them the whole way through. So, makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. No matter how much I want to exclusively write new songs, <laughs> we can yeah. multitask. We can yeah, do we both. Can. We can do both. Just Zenith and three fifty eight. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Ha ha ha, the 358 uh, story. Oh, there's a whole big story behind (laughs) I can tell it if you want. I I have no shame. It's it's fine. Um, Settle in, boys and girls. It's story time. Yeah. (laughs) So 358 AM is the last song on on New Moon. And I think we had talked about it, like, at length. And we were like, yup, this is it. This is the song. Like... But we had never gotten a, a chance to, like, really play it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I know for me, I definitely write better when <clears throat> I'm in the room with anybody, with, with everybody, and I can, like, try things on bass in, in real time. Um, so I never, like, super wrote the bass line before it was time to record it. And we did, like we didn't realize until um, it was my day to record, and um, luckily, like everything else was like super done, so I banged everything else out, <clears throat> and then we did 358, and Caitlin was like, "Wait, what is the baseline to this song?" And I was like, "Whoa, that's a great question." Yeah. <laughs> oh no. So. <laughs> Uh, on the spot, I like I did it on the spot, um, like I would if we were in rehearsal. So it ended up being fine. Um, it put Caitlin through a little bit more grief than the other tracks because I was like literally actively writing it while recording it, but it did get done. Um, and it came out really good. And but it's then. Like- it's such a good baseline too. Like it's yeah, it's it's one of the more memorable ones, and it ended up being like a central part of the song, which is really cool. And I'm really happy with how it came out and everything. So that's why I'm not ashamed to tell the story because I'm like, clearly it happened for a reason. Like it came out really nice, so mm. it's whatever. Um, my bad for letting <clears throat> it slip my mind, but hey, it worked out. But you know, then I uh, well, we we finished recording it right before uh we went home for the fall semester, like when we, we went home for winter break. So then I realized like, Oh no, now I have to learn my own baseline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah. We, we were saying we want to get popular enough so that people like make tabs of our music. So we can just go look at fans tabs of the music to relearn it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. I, I, I've heard, like, a lot of the times um, in later years, as of, you know, as of late, more, more recent years, that a lot of, like, guitar solos will, they'll just, like, go in there and throw down a bunch of tracks and the, the engineer will clip and put mm-hmm. pieces of it together. And then the dude has to go back and relearn his solo after the recording's finished <laughs> so he can yeah. actually play it live. Uh, I I don't think I could work that way myself. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to not do that. Yeah. Sounds I'm like most of a rhythm player anyway. And I have like I have one song of ours that I have a solo in, and that and that's stretching it for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
yeah i think like part of my problem too is because now i've i've relearned it but i like i like when baselines aren't the same the whole time you know what i mean so i'll take like that's the same general idea but then every time i do it it's a little bit different so i was like man i really did it now with this one uh oh boy <laughs> having yeah, that drum. jazz uh, that jazz background is helpful <laughs> exactly in that yeah yeah so it's like i can like you know because of the jazz i i can do it that way but then because of the jazz later on it's like do i like play that note for note every time or is every time I play this just going to sound different? Are we never going to get the same bass line ever again? Like, <laughs> I mean, not, just... especially live, it may not ever come out quiet like it does on the on the recording again. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. Just is what it is. Keeps things interesting the way I see it. Exactly. Go back and watch go back and watch any live recordings of Hendrix. And it never sounds like the album. Yeah. Right? It's always different. Mm-hmm. That shows talent and ability too. So, yeah, yeah. And like he he would just like, like he's stated in <clears throat> interviews before that he would just like if he was really you know feeling the moment and he would just go off and do whatever and you just never know what he might pop off with. He might go in some extended solo and his his background musicians just kind of go have to go with it like <laughs> all right let's let him riff man. <laughs> so, Oh no, it says Nakaya left. Oh uh, no. Sounds like her internet might have glitched out again. Maybe. Oh, hey, she's okay. there. I am so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. That was an accident. <laughs> oh, we thought maybe your internet glitched out or something. Sorry. No. no. <laughs> I'm here. Okay. Oh. Just got so fed up, quit the band. Done with like, this. <laughs> <laughs> Live on air, Nakaya quits Richweather. But no. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Well, I've heard of bands finding out that they like lost a member because they heard him on an interview somewhere, and that's how they realized he he had left the band. Oh well. At oh, least wow. I that, give you guys yeah. courtesy of real time. <laughs> yeah. That that happened with a fairly famous local band here from the Dallas area. You've probably heard of called Pantera. Oh. <laughs> the, I did their, not when, their, when their front man left, like the rest of the band didn't realize he had quit and they heard him talking to some, giving someone an interview and said, yeah, I left Pantera. Like, and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how they learned he was no longer part of the band. Like, wow, that's news to me, but okay. Yeah. How do you uh, leave your band without telling your band members you left your band? Like, isn't that what leaving the band is? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess the same thing's accomplished by just not showing up, but uh, yeah. you think they'd get a clue after a while. It's like this dude hadn't been here in like six months, man. What the hell? <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Is that what happened with uh, other guitarists for the other band that we're in, Julianne? Uh, oh God, I was gonna ask y'all about. Oh. Uh oh. We're in another band, and one of the members, uh, very early on in that other band's yeah. lifespan, just stopped showing up and stopped responding. Yeah, it ended up. I. It was. Bef- it was even before. Um. <clears throat> said other band. We don't have to call it the other band. People are gonna figure it out if they look it up. 
The other band is called Violet Fire. So this happened before we even went by that name. We went by something else. And yeah, we just had somebody stop showing up and stop responding. And we were like, if you just say that it's not working out for you, it's fine. Like, we're not offended. But if we need to get somebody else, we got to know. Like, Yeah. I was actually in that other band before the name change and I was a drummer and I was like, this isn't working out for me. I was still in school. I was taking 20 and a half credits and I was also in, I think, another band. So I was doing three you bands. You were already in Witchweather at that point. Yeah, too. I was in yeah. Witchweather, Alex Vince, and then Violet Fire before it was Violet Fire on top of 20 and a half credits. So I was like, well, I got to cut corners here somewhere. But I sent a nice text. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, I appreciate y'all. I really do, but I don't want to bite off more than I can chew. Like, it's as simple as that. Just common courtesy. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like with my guys in my band, that there's five of us now. We have two two guitars, bass, drummer, and a singer who just he sings only. And he, he adds a little bit of keys on our recordings, we might, or he's going to try to, I think, on a couple of songs. But before, long before my time, I've been with the band almost two years now. They've been around for about four and a half. And our other guitar player was playing with them for a while, like us, a year or so before I came along. But he was in the second band also, and he's, you know, uh, he's got a family and all this stuff, wife and kids and everything. So with his other band started touring fairly heavily. So he had to leave this one because he just didn't have time to devote to all of it and, and do it justice. But that other band kind of dissolved. So now he's back with us again. So it's, it's kind of good to have him. Yeah. I know it's, it's hard like when you're with a group you don't want to let people down but ghosting does more harm than good Yeah, just be honest that's all it takes and then it's not yeah. uncommon I've also experienced where you have someone that just like will just disappear for a <laughs> month or two at a time and he won't respond to texts or emails or anything and then suddenly shows back up alright let's get going in two like, weeks <laughs> And then he, he just disappears again in a couple of weeks. It's like, all right. Like, what the hell do you mean? Let's keep going. Like we've replaced you already. So <laughs> yeah. how about you get going? Find another band. Yeah. yeah. My dad has some wild stories with people disappearing because he knew, uh, he knew people like a couple of guys that they disappeared because they went <clears throat> on tour. Like, they were literally on tour with, like, Ozzy and shit. And they just, like, up and disappeared. Nobody knew where they went. Nobody (laughs) knew where they were. Nobody knew what was going on. All of a sudden, their friends were just gone. And they were like, huh, that's weird. And they came back, and they were like, what happened to you? Where were you for, like, a year? And they were like, I I was on tour with Ozzy. No, you weren't. Yeah. And so, like, shows them the picture, and they were like, what? How? Why? Like, what's going on? Yeah. You couldn't pick up a phone? Unless somebody know you were alive? Like, I know. I mean, back then, there were pay phones even if you didn't have a cell phone. <laughs> I know, right? Like, just randomly leave. I'm trying to think of how that would play out today, the same type of deal versus versus back then. That's like, <laughs> you could just send a text today, where back then sending a text meant writing it on a piece of paper, yeah. putting an envelope with a stamp, <laughs> and sending it. You know? Yeah. Because nowadays it's like you see a picture on Instagram, like is that 
Dave on stage with Ozzy? <laughs> I haven't heard from him in a year. What the hell is that? Now we know where he was all that time. Yeah, it's not really an excuse anymore to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it to a pay phone. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no excuse for not being in contact these days. Yeah. I mean, we all have this thing like in our pocket all day, every day, you know, and sit, it sits beside my, on my nightstand beside my head at night. So, exactly. of course, I keep it on vibrate so I don't hear it. <laughs> I'm on do not disturb. Do not disturb me past 11 p.m. <laughs> well, I have a daughter that might need to call me for something, so it, it will how. vibrate enough that it'll vibrate on that nightstand, and it, I'll eventually hear it. She might have to call a couple of times, <laughs> but I'll eventually notice it. They have a cat, so cats don't use phones. <laughs> yeah, they're inconsiderate like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all already know that I have a dog because you hurt him a little while ago. So. Yes, hello, I know. <laughs> yeah, he, he. I guess he decided to say hello. No, no, there was people making noise outside, and he he thinks they should not be disturbing his his territory. I guess. No, oh, he just Aww. wanted to be on the podcast too. He said he felt left out. <laughs> Probably, it's not his first time. I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, he said he wants to make a guest appearance. I, he's a he's a recurring guest. Oh, okay. <laughs> He has a little recurring bit part. He, he jumps in every once in a while. Gotcha. You should put him in the intro or something. Like the intro song, his barks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to desensitize people to a little bit so they kind of know what's coming. They won't be so, so taken aback when it happens. No, I've like actually when, uh, been able like to Like when Ailstorm uh, made, redid that one entire album, but with dog barks instead of vocals. Wait, that was a thing? When Hailstorm yeah. did what? Ailstorm. Not hailstorm, ailstorm. Oh, I thought you said hailstorm. I did no, no. <laughs> like, Ailstorm is hailstorm. a is a pirate metal band. They uh, replaced all the vocals on one of their albums with dogs barking. It <laughs> came out with a separate album. Yeah, I'll send you a link. To that. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. hilarious, actually. Oh, that's great. You gotta step up yeah. your game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get him on a track one of these days. <laughs> so y'all already kind of hinted that you uh, were trying to get a new song done. Um, where do y'all see see this gig going in the future? Y'all plan on getting out there and trying to do some shows coming up this year? Most definitely, yes. Yes, we are deprived. Yeah, we. Yeah. At least maybe I can't speak for everyone, but I know at least I have been losing my absolute mind not being <laughs> able to play shows. Yeah, it's rough. Well, <laughs> at least we have more. It's. It doesn't. You know. I shouldn't say it doesn't feel as special because there's still shows, but it, at least we have more. Um, like school sanctioned stuff coming up. So I'm a senior, so I get to have a senior recital, which I basically yeah. just turned into a gig for Witch Weather and Violet Fire. Yeah. I was there like, give me the big stage. I am <laughs> doing this, so help me God. And uh, we'll do another showcase. Uh, oh, there's that album. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I uh, dog sorry. barking. Sorry. 
Yeah, um, I'm, I'm definitely, we're definitely looking to do more shows, hopefully in-person shows. When we did the showcase, the showcase, it was actually supposed, yeah, the showcase, it was actually <laughs> supposed to be um, in person at first, but the president yeah. of the college was like, psych, the day of, she said, hell no, and we were like, oh crap, so that's how the whole oh, live stream cool. thing, yeah, the, the day of, minute. like, literally yeah. hours before yeah um, it yeah. was an outdoor show too it wasn't like yep. we were cramming everyone into a space it was outside socially distanced probably yeah. safer to have it in person like that than yeah. what we did in the studio yeah but yeah it's just not the same playing to no. a camera you know like when you have an audience in front of you you can feed off their energy it's when you're just like playing to a camera it's kind of like all right I have energy. The band has energy, but we don't know how people are reacting to what yeah. we're putting out. So it, it just makes it a yeah. little. It's not like you can read the comments while you're playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You can read them afterwards, which right. was cool. But yeah, it was supposed to be live streamed no matter what. But like the the plan for the live stream was not what it ended up being. And we had a very short amount of time to figure out how to do it, figure out what we had to go buy more stuff to be able to do it from the studio because we didn't have like it was a whole whole conundrum um hopefully this time it will be able to be outside with a real audience um only students of the college but there's like four thousand of those so hopefully we can have at least like a hundred of them in person and then the rest can hop on youtube but yeah yeah, as long as the numbers look all right, we we should be okay. Cause you know how college students be. Sometimes the numbers spike because yeah. somebody decided that having a party was a good idea. Cough, cough at YCP. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, there only takes one person there to have it to, to like spread it to a ton. So yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard yeah. a lot of stories like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are planning on playing a lot of live shows as soon as we can, though. Well, I was going to ask yeah. if things are starting to open back up around there yet. Um, not music venues. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's kind of <clears throat> like a... I don't know what to call it. Like, places have been, like, open in in ways that, like, some places do it... I don't... It's hard to say with with Pennsylvania like because it's such a big state and like it depends like where in Pennsylvania you are some places they open up a little bit and it's fine and you don't really hear of it causing a problem other places they open up and you know you hear on the news the next day everybody at this bar now has COVID and stuff like that and they can put people you know in in stadiums and whatever but they can't open like a music venue, it's it's so weird. It's ass backwards here, pretty much. Yeah. And it's been that way for the most part everywhere. I mean, like you go to L.A. and like pretty much every kind of entertainment venue is still closed down. Has been for a long time. Like everything from the comedy store to you mm. know the um the um what's that big the Fox Theater and all that. They they can't do jack. They won't let them do anything. But you can go right down the road to the Target and there's like 
200 people in there on, all on top of mm-hmm. each other. So it's, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah. I guess maybe if you're limiting exposure, that's the argument. That's the only thing I, that really kind of makes any sense. It's like limiting the amount of times people are exposed. Okay, maybe that makes sense. But I even heard a story. Yeah. I was watching Joe Rogan, um, a clip from one of his episodes recently about um, – there was this woman that had this little restaurant, and she spent like a, a considerable amount of money to set up to be able to do outdoor dining, and then they closed that back down. But there's like a TV studio across the road where they they do all their catering outside, so they have like an outdoor dining area right across the street, like 30 feet away. And but she can't open her outdoor dining right there. It's it's just absurd how, the, how they pick and yeah. choose what can. Yeah. In, in Texas, if you um, make 20, I'm sorry, 51% of your sales comes from alcohol, then you're technically considered a bar, not a restaurant, even though if, even if you serve food. So if you were a 51% business, you couldn't be open for the longest time here. But you could have a, an Applebee's right next door that sells just as much alcohol and people sitting at the bar and drinking mm-hmm. and carrying on into the evenings, or a, but you can't at the at the bar. It's, it, that's crazy. Logic is flawed. Yeah. 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 I know with TV and, and movies and whatnot, they have like everybody has to get tested like, you know, like every day. Yeah. So it just makes me question like, you know, they were doing like stuff with sports where only the players could go. And now it's like, OK, we can let like 1500 fans into the stadium it's like I've like I know a lot of concert venues are inside, but plenty of them are outside. I've been to a concert in um, the Philly Stadium. So th- does the same rule not apply? You know what I mean? Like we can't we can't just have all like the music crew get tested every day so that they can go back to freaking work and put fifteen hundred people in the stands if you're gonna do it for. For baseball, why can't like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, like football this last year in the NFL. Like some stadiums would have like thirty percent to fifty percent capacity. Others would be completely zero. They would have just crowd noise that they would pipe in, which is right. kind of weird because you could tell. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just I don't know. It was all weird. So. I've always the idea of just pumping crowd noise into a sporting event without any fans is so funny to me yeah like whoever's pumping that noise has so much power like they come <laughs> up <laughs> i just want them to have like a laugh track or something and every time somebody messes up they just play the laugh track that would be great well that's well that's all they have is just a laugh track they can just yeah. hit it every once in a while just every time anything happens you hit a laugh track that would be mm-hmm. hilarious but like that could look I didn't think about that, the, the power that person wields, because like, let's say a basketball game, when it's so fast paced, like it, they could really kind of like affect the momentum of the game. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about that. As long as we don't have to do that for music. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody does a guitar solo and there's a layoff track. Like, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I can handle that. I would cry. <laughs> Was that a was that a critique or just the sound guy screwed up? <laughs> <laughs> like I, you pressed the wrong button, or are you telling me that I'm trash? Which one is it? And, and then they'll just leave it open to interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> if the musicians can do it, so can I. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what's your policy on that one? I know I've asked this a couple of times as of late. It just happened to pop into my head because of that. Um, a lot of some artists like to be very clear about their intent and the meaning behind their song so that people get what they were thinking at the time and their feeling and they can relay that better where other artists tend to pull back more in that area they like to kind of leave a little bit of mystery out there and let people kind of interpret it the way they see what do y'all think about that take it away caitlin you write the lyrics okay <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's like, I don't know, I def- I try to get like a balance between that because there's definitely like times when I write a song, especially with the first two that we released before this last EP, where it's like, these are about very, very specific things in my life. And I'm not sure I cr- am quite ready to like talk about it openly, but in a song, it's fine. So in that case, it's like, I guess take it to mean what you want it to mean sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But with this last EP, I think a lot of the lyrics, even though like the themes are still pretty personal on a lot of them, like it's, I think it's much more going for mood and interpretation rather than specific events kind of thing. Like it's, I feel like it's much more meant to convey like an overall idea rather than a specific Mm -hmm concept or like a specific point in time i told you i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's great that was awesome but yeah i know like according to my commercial songwriting class textbook it like she said it is kind of both like you don't want to be like so convoluted or or so overly complicated like so that nobody can understand you. Um, sometimes saying it blatantly, like completely blatantly and not coming up with like a creative or different way to say it works. Yeah. But if you can kind of come up with like a more profound phrase or like play on a saying, something like that, you know, just... Something that says what you mean, but anybody could always take it a different way. Like one of ours that comes to mind is uh, Caitlin sings I'll Be Your Cassiopeia in the song called Cassiopeia. And that's kind of like one of the hooky things about that song. And like it has a literal meaning, but somebody could interpret it differently as well. That's good. Yeah, I like I appreciate a blend of that. And sometimes if you're trying too hard to make it sound more artsy, it kind of mm-hmm. comes off as that way. It's like, okay, you're just being pretentious yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can it, it can sound that way at times. Um but also some like you said, it just depends on the song. How if it does it fit? Does it work in the context? Does it does it relay the feeling, the emotion you're trying to to relay? If it does, go with it. If not, tweak it a little bit. I I will also say too that like this was a bit more of a problem back um in the older stuff that had been recorded before this was a band but like with the first two songs we released I got so like it's a weird thing that happened with the lyrics because I got like so specific but specific in a way that I didn't because I'm 
was not and maybe still am not ready to really talk about the actual meanings behind those songs without <clears throat> like around people that I don't really know or like apart from a select few people. So I got so specific while also making it so that no one knows literally any idea like what exactly I'm referencing because like I got so specific that it became vague to other people who are not me kind of thing. And I feel like that's also a danger if <clears throat> depending on the situation, but that's also probably more of a me thing than anything. <clears throat> that was really badly explained, but <laughs> it was kind of like, you know, a, a real like inside insider information type thing, like like an inside joke. You know, if you know if you don't know the story behind it, you're not going to get it. So that, yeah. that is that kind of that type of deal? Yeah, kind of like yeah. that. Got you, got you. <clears throat> well, that's cool. I, I just I, I enjoy this doing this, getting to sit and talk with different musicians and artists of different types. Even I've had a couple comedians on and, and uh, other other types of artists, and uh, just like going through and just discussing the creative process. Man, this is fun. I enjoy doing this. Yeah, yeah. And I hope other people enjoy listening to it and catch a you know they catch a few things that oh hey I didn't think about that once in a while. So. Yeah, that's the goal to inspire. Exactly. Just get those creative <laughs> juices flowing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, great. Well, I hope y'all get some things opening up and you know start playing some live shows soon. I know it's like around here it's starting to open back up some. It has been for a little while, but slowly and very the crowds are very very small still at this point. But like Texas is rescinding their statewide mask order starting on March 10th, which yep. by the time this airs it will have been that way for a while. So, um, but there's a lot of apprehension comes with that too. I think a lot of people. Yeah. Are like, yeah. Wait, wait, what? Like, are we ready for that? <laughs> Yeah, then the the anti maskers are maskers are feeling vindicated, and they're mm. becoming louder uh, on their position. And then the, a lot of people are experiencing anxiety because of it. So it's it's kind of a thing right now. So we'll see how it goes over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Of course, that's yeah. that's on the tenth, right before we have shows coming up on the eighteenth and the twentieth. So we'll yeah, see how safe. it all plays out. Yeah. <laughs> stay safe. The second one's an outdoor venue, so that'll that'll be a little safer, I think. But right. the first one's mm -hmm. at a at a fairly prestigious venue here, so we shall see. Yeah, I would just hate for you know places to start lifting their their mask order, and then it doesn't go so hot, and then they have to put it back in place, and like, cause then that's just like a step backwards. And mm -hmm. yeah, that's know. what we did like last July when they started relaxing the restrictions a little bit, and then suddenly cases started spiking, so they had to go to even harsher restrictions than we'd had before. So wait, what? Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. But it's all still based on counties. Like the county has the authority. If they want <clears> to continue a, a mask mandate within that county, then the county can do that. And then, of course, businesses, most businesses are still going to have, you know, still require them for the foreseeable future. And, and I know most of the people that I know, they're going to still wear the damn thing because they're like, mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to, <laughs> I don't see any evidence that things are getting that much better. So, no, I'm not, I'm wearing mine. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh. I wear two. I just don't know how to feel about that. I sewed them bitches together. <laughs> <laughs> you did? Yeah. Okay, yeah, seamstress. Have, well, I have, well, you know, because I'm around people singing all the time. 
So yeah, I, I sewed them together so that it's like four layers. Nice. That's why it looks so thick. I was like, why is your yeah. mask so thick? Because <laughs> they, they say apparently, apparently, I hope that, I it's not a, probably not a bad rule to follow. If you hold a flashlight up to the back of it and you can see the light coming through it, it's not good enough. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's news to me. Yeah, it was to me too. So that's why I did it, because you, you don't see it if I put it up. Oh, wow. Yep. Hmm. So, I was like, ah, I see. I have a solution. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you can do to help. And, like, of course, it doesn't. The mask more protects other people from you in case you happen to be sick, I realize. But it, right. you do get some personal protection from it yourself, too. So it's, You do, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it goes both ways. But like, it's going to completely contain any mist that comes out from you. So that that's mm-hmm. the be- biggest benefit to it. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, I remember when this crap was first going down, like last March and April, like the few times that I did actually have to go to the run to the grocery store to get some stuff, I would like put on masks gloves and like as soon as i got back out to, back to the car i would like have to get my keys out to unlock my car but then i would get in and i would use hand sanitizer and wipe my keys down and everything anything that i had touched yeah. <laughs> i would wipe it down the door handle and everything so mm. and i think that might have been a little overkill but i even i and i'm like not paranoid about that kind of stuff i'm one of the more laid back people out there but i even i was paranoid as hell about it for a while there so I think that paranoia comes from like not really knowing much about it. It's such a new thing. There's yeah. just information out the ass, but what information is the right information? So, I mean, better safe than sorry. Right. And that can kind of excuse a lot of the like, like everybody in every leadership position from every country and every governing body has screwed up at some point in time along the way during this whole yeah. thing. Um, mm-hmm. Our country has screwed up immensely. Um, China obviously did a lot in the, the World Health Organization and the CDC and everybody involved from state and local leads, you know, leadership. It's everybody. No one was without <laughs> fault. But uh, a lot of that is just like you said, it's so new, like. Nobody knew what the hell to do. They're all doing the same thing as us and trying to figure right. it out as they go. So, mm-hmm. of course, some people started playing politics with it, and that kind of made things worse. And that was just that's not inexcusable. But yeah, hopefully by the time uh, the next pandemic rolls around, <laughs> the next will, pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully that'll be long after my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, at this point. <laughs> yeah, I really hope we uh, don't have to deal with that, but. I try to not look at things because it just stresses me out, but it's like I, I want to know what's going on, you know what I mean? And, like, apparently the, the I don't know what to call it, evidence, science, whatever, like, you know, the people whose job it is to look into, nac- you know, global pandemics, whatever they're called, epidemiologists, there we go. Mm-hmm. They're... They're saying that if, if things don't change after we get this one under control, we'll have another one real soon. And I was like, that's like, like soon, soon. Great. It's like, that's oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Really cool. <laughs> well, it's already morphed and modified and there's different strains of it in Europe now. So, um, but <laughs> from what I hear, the, the British variant that popped up is, it's the same vaccine is still effective on it as well. So that was okay. good. They said it was more yeah. contagious, but the symptoms were not as severe. So, 
Okay. Uh, okay. Well, uh, let's let that one get out so everybody can get it and get over it quicker <laughs> and not kill as many people. So right. I don't know. It's we just have to ride it out. I'm hopeful that you know people start getting the vaccine and enough people have had it and built some immunity to it. They'll yeah. start getting what they've re- started referring to as herd immunity now. It's like you're like talking about it's like cattle, but it, it tracks. So I, I'm yeah. okay with that. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, I think that's probably about a pretty good time to start wrapping this up. I know we've had a pretty good chat here and yeah. I've really yeah. enjoyed having y'all on. Yeah, this Thank is you fun. for having us. <laughs> Yeah, we appreciate it. Absolutely. And everybody go check out Witch Weather on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you happen to listen. They're, they're putting out some good stuff. Thank Be you. on the lookout for new music. <laughs> We're going to try so hard to get new music out soon. This Follow is... us on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you want the maximum amount of Witch Weather content, follow us on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter to get the the, the maximum amount. You get to see the behind the scenes, us uh, being absolute unproductive goofballs in the studio. Um. <laughs> you sold me. I'm going to go check out your TikTok right after this. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of our content at the moment is height related. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I can't see. Height, I, I don't want to keep dragging this out, short. but you, like, you can't see. But Jul- Julianne's, what, you're 4'11"? Yeah. So <laughs> we're like we're like a bar graph. Julian's four eleven. I'm five three, and Caitlin is I'm like five nine ish. Ish. Your microphone yeah. was like way up here the other night, but okay. <laughs> I put it up high because uh-huh. I stand on my toes mm-hmm. when I sing. Okay. I never is noticed it, it before, and then she said it, and I was like, huh. She is on her toes. <laughs> I was looking while we were practicing. I was like, why is she on her toes? <laughs> I don't know why. That's just what I do. Okay. You do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes the music better. <laughs> Everybody has their little quirks, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking for y'all's new music, and I'm, I'm going to go start digging a little bit more into y'all's catalog here shortly. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed what I've heard so far, as I wish y'all luck. Thank and if I'm, you. And if I'm ever up that way, I'll I'll come meet you so I can yeah. be the next step in the on the bar graph because I'm six two. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll come down to Texas sometime once yeah. we can tour. Yeah. There are actually places you could play down here, so yeah. there's oh, yeah. that. All right, ladies, I appreciated y'all being on, and uh, I hope y'all have a good rest of your weekend, and Great. talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Right, take care. Thank you for having us. Uh, absolutely. It was a pleasure. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Right. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcast. Whether you're listening as you're commuting to work or as you're washing the dishes or mowing the yard, we greatly appreciate you listening and helping us to support indie artists everywhere. Be sure to follow us all over social. You can find us at Autonomy Pod, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. And we're also at Autonomy Talent on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, you name it. Or you simply just go to AutonomyTalent.com slash links. From there we have links to where you can listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, be it the Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google Play Music, or even Stitcher. 
And also, there's the Podbean app. They are our hosting service, and they do have their own app. So if you grab the Podbean app, you can actually catch our show as well as many other podcasts. And lastly, if you go to that links page and you still don't see your favorite podcasting app, the one that you like to use, just drop me a note, and I'll be sure it gets added to whatever player you like to use. To send me a message, just go to Autonomy Talent on either Twitter or Instagram and drop me a quick DM letting me know which app you like to use and I will go immediately, or as soon as I can, and add our feed to that app. And while we're on the subject of sending me a message, if you are an artist and you would like to be interviewed for this show or have your works featured on the Indie Artist Spotlight episodes that we release on Wednesdays and the occasional Fridays, Drop me a line, same way, Twitter or Instagram, and let me know that you'd like to be featured. Shoot me a link with some of your work, and I'll take a look at it, and we'll see what we can do by getting you on the show. And that wraps up yet another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcasts. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy this half as much as I do, because for me, it's it's a ball getting to talk to these amazing artists and getting to feature their works on the spotlight episodes that we do. It's just, it's just fun. So I hope you're having fun with it as well, and we're going to keep cranking these things out. So in closing, remember to always live intentionally.